Tired of asking why? Welcome to the Unresolved Life Podcast, where we are answering life's most difficult questions. Now, here's your host, Teresa Blaze. Welcome to the Unresolved Life Podcast, a podcast based on answering life's most difficult questions. I'm Sonda Allison. I'm sitting in for Teresa Blaze. It's the season. Halloween. Do you celebrate it? Do you attend a church that celebrates it? We're going to get into that in this podcast. Don't go anywhere. Let's get some of the business stuff out of the way. Please visit unresolved.life where you can listen to this and previous episodes of the podcast. Learn more about us, contact us, and read our blog that has wonderful articles from a variety of contributing authors. Please like, subscribe, follow, review, and share Unresolved Life with others. And if you like what we're doing, we would be really honored if you would support us. You can support us at unresolved.life on the Support Us tab. You can use PayPal or Patreon for as little as $5 a month for recurring donations, and we sure would appreciate it. We appreciate your support. Teresa would also like me to remind you that she's been working on the God Met Me Here book, and it's going to be coming out soon. So you can get updates on the progress at unresolved.life slash launch. That's unresolved.life slash launch. And she'll keep you informed of what's going on with that. Let's go ahead and get into the show. So we're talking about Halloween. You know, last year, Teresa had me guest host and do uh, a special episode on Halloween. And um, we had a really good response. We would like to, obviously, she wanted me to do that again. And we want to address some of these things. It's so important and timely. And especially because my area of ministry is in spiritual warfare, combined with inner healing. This is something I deal with on a regular basis. So let's talk about that. Halloween. Do you know what Halloween is? I'm surprised at how many people these days really don't know much about it. In the United States, theologians have unanimously, as far as I'm aware of, it's unanimous, agreed that we are in a post-Christian culture. This was not something that was always around in our culture. So now people have been raised where it's everywhere. I mean, months ahead of time, the decorations are all over the place. They're being sold in every, all the stores that carry crafts and decorations. But Halloween is not something innocent. Halloween is an occult holiday. And by holiday... I mean it in the literal sense of, of holy day. Yes, that's right. Halloween is another name for the holiday All Hallows Eve. It is an occult holiday. And this started thousands of years ago. There's a tremendous amount of research on this. And it evolved over time, but the roots of it are undeniable. And it goes all the way back to Nimrod the Tower of Babel, dealing with demonic spirits. So one of the things you may not know is the jack-o'-lantern. The jack-o'-lantern was a sign that someone from your family had already been donated toward the holiday human sacrifice. 
so that they would continue and go to the next house, these demonic spirits. Did you know that? It's a communication. Why would anyone want to communicate with the dark side in this way? If you're a Christian, that can't be defended. What about costumes? Well, costumes were part of the feast. It's not really a celebration, but part of the day because they wanted to dress like and imitate the dark spirits to hopefully fool them so they would not get attacked. Do you understand the ramifications that can come of that? Trying to imitate the dark spirits, glorifying, displaying what is violent, disruptive, dark um, costumes that have mangled bodies, axes in heads, dressing like death, like demons, witches, ghosts. You're glorifying, (laughs) and whether you realize it or not, you are interacting with the dark side. So let's pause for a minute. One of the things that I educate people in is that, first and foremost, you have to start wrapping your head around the fact that supernatural power is absolutely real. It is absolutely real. I see this on a regular basis. The Catholic Church, of which I am not attempting to support, but the Catholic Church is having constant articles and calls to recruit more um, exorcists because the demand is exploding with people getting possessed, having oppression that they can't deal with. This is a really significant problem that has been increasing in a dramatic way in the last few years. And you might have heard some people bring in things about the books and the movies from Harry Potter, and that is definitely a big part of it because we now have a couple of generations of kids that have grown up with Harry Potter movies and books. And um, it's been confirmed that those books are exactly training in witchcraft. People who work in ministries like I do have been saying this from the very beginning. You are training yourself or your children in the arts of witchcraft, the dark arts. And we wonder why our country is getting increasingly dark. The occult has been infiltrating the American Christian Church. There are all kinds of absolutely crazy things taking place in so-called Christian churches. Things like grave soaking, where you lay on a grave and pray to absorb the spirit of the deceased person. Now, I don't care if you think that person was a good person or um, a, a pillar of the Christian faith. You are not to do that. We are told in Scripture to not interact with the dead, to not speak to the dead, to not call up dead spirits or demonic spirits. We're to have no connection with this stuff. And yet this is what's taking place all around the country. We have people calling acts of the Holy Spirit when it's clearly demonically inspired, out of control, repetitive, shaking and behaviors that are one and the same with what we see in third world voodoo. You might have heard it referred to as the kundalini spirit. These things are taking place in the church. 
what's the problem with that? Well, the Christian response is supposed to be to shut the door against the work and celebration of evil and to pray against the work of the devil, not participate in it. We are commanded to take back the territory the enemy has stolen, not join with them. You know, in Numbers 33, 52 through 53, we are told to drive out the inhabitants, destroy the idols, and demolish all of the high places. Well, do you know what the high places are? It's, it's the high places were used in their occult worship. And then guess what? Do you remember that God appeared on the mountain, Mount Sinai? As above, so below. God's kingdom does things. The dark kingdom imitates God's things. So the dark kingdom wants to do things on high places because God met with us on a mountain. We're supposed to be destroying these things, right? We're told, be holy even as I am holy. That's First Peter 1.16. And then this was very interesting, and I'd like to um, read through this with you. It's Ephesians 5. Verses 1 through 17. I thought this was pretty interesting and powerful. And we're going to make a connection here in a second. Verse 1 of chapter 5 says, Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God as a fragrant aroma. But immorality or any impurity or greed, must not even be named among you, as is proper among the saints. And there must be no filthiness, silly talk, or coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but but rather we should be giving thanks. For this you know with certainty that no immoral or impure person or covetous man who is an idolater has an inheritance in the kingdom of Christ. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers with them, for you were formerly darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Trying to learn what is pleasing to the Lord, do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but instead even expose them. For it is disgraceful to even speak of the things which are done by them in secret, but all things become visible when they are exposed by the light. For it is disgraceful even to speak of these things which are done by them in secret. Do you know what's done in secret that you may not be aware of for Halloween? Well, let's talk about that. Well, beginning on the 13th, because this is one of the top, one of the top holy days in the occult, is the 31st of October. But they don't start on the 31st. They start on the 13th. And can you think of why? Because there's inversion. Remember the inversion as above, so below? They're very into inversion. 13 is the inversion of 31. So they begin preparing for the 31st on the 13th. And that includes abduction of the people that are going to be sacrificed for the human sacrifice on the 31st. They hold ceremonies and prepare the people that are going to be sacrificed, including the torture. This is what's done on Halloween. So are you thinking about that verse that we just read? 
do not even participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness. Instead, even expose them. We have to give some thought to that, don't we? Be holy as I am holy. And isn't it interesting that this passage we were just reading in Ephesians, Ephesians 5, 1 through 17, the next chapter is Ephesians 6, which is all about spiritual warfare. Isn't that interesting? The full armor of God, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. So I want to go back to what I was saying a few minutes ago. But before I do that, I need to tell you about our sponsor. This broadcast is supported by Restoration Filtration. Restoration Filtration provides best-in-class water filtration at the best prices. Why should you filter your water? All kinds of environmental factors affect the quality of water that comes out of your faucet. Fires, floods, and other emergencies can impact water quality for miles in every direction. Toxic spills happen with greater frequency in today's world, and chemicals that aren't good for your body are often found in the public water supply. Restoration Filtration provides best-in-class filtration with point-of-use units, whole house systems, and the best travel units available. Visit their website at restorationfiltration.com. They provide service nationwide. Their website is restorationfiltration.com. That's restorationfiltration.com. So back to what I was saying just a few minutes ago, which was um, that the supernatural power is absolutely real, but there are only two sources of it. Two, the Lord God Almighty and the Lord of darkness. So we have to wrap our heads around this and start recognizing that there are things that you could be doing, saying, thinking that are calling out to these dark forces. This is a major thing that um, I try to teach people. And when we start addressing these things, the bondage starts breaking. You can be addicted to video games and these interactive games. They're very dark. And if you don't already know it, you should, because it's been in the news a number of times very recently. These games were created to be as addictive as cocaine. These things are created to mess with your brain. These things are used as instruments of the dark side. These games are training you to kill people, to fantasize and have out-of-body experiences where you are drawn outside of yourself, impersonating another, another person, being, or creature. And a lot of these games that I've looked at are highly occultic. So in the occult, they have a tenet that you must, that they must tell you what they're going to do to you before they do it. And after praying about that for a long time, I felt that the Lord just revealed to me They do this because when we say nothing, when they are telling us what they're going to do to us, and we do nothing, on our behalf, that's a form of compliance. So they get in with permission. This is one of the ways they get permission. They're telling you exactly what they're going to do to you, and you do it anyway or you don't listen. You have just opened yourself up to demonic bondage. Woe to those who call good evil and evil good. That's Isaiah 5.20. And right now we're living in a time where people are doing these things and calling it good. There are pastors in Christian pulpits teaching that Halloween is just whatever we want to make of it, or that we are somehow supposed to dress up and participate in Halloween and dress up as ghouls and goblins and demons to somehow 
shake it in their face that we have victory over death. Okay, well, find in Scripture where the Lord ever instructed us to participate in occult ceremonies and then throw his name on top of the profane. Can you hear the game show clock ticking in the background? You're not going to find it. The Lord never says that. He says, come out of it. Don't do these things. Do not do the things that those people do. Do the things that I've told you to do. So there is nothing that's defensible about that position, scripturally speaking. And on top of that, I've heard them say, well, we do this because we're going to witness to those that are doing these things. Well, that's not biblical either. The Lord tells us to be different. You cannot witness to someone by imitating the very darkness from which they need to be delivered. Salvation is a deliverance of darkness, breaking off that darkness, walking in the light, and never going back. We're not supposed to be doing that. We should be shining the light that they desperately need, not imitating the darkness that is enslaving them. Come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins or contract any of her plagues. That's Revelation 18.4. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. That's 2 Corinthians 6.17. And even in Egypt, the people of Yah were told to stay in their houses with the blood of the Lamb applied to the doorpost as in the spirit of death passed by. Not place jack-o'-lanterns on the doorstep to interact with the spirits, nor open the door to interact with those not declaring allegiance to God. We need to understand that supernatural power is absolutely real. God is very serious about it, and He's not trying to keep us from something that would be good and fun for us. He's trying to keep us from things that are damaging, very dangerous, and have an ability to ensnare you in a way that you might not ever be able to get free from, except for His power. His power, His instructions are good. They are the instructions for life. They are the instructions for living. He's given us all the instructions that we need if we will just follow them, because His instructions are life-giving. They are good. We are filled with joy. Our relationships improve. We walk under the blessing and favor of Almighty God because of our obedience. He says, I desire obedience, not sacrifice. So let's think about that. Do you think it's okay after this discussion Uh, Do you think it's okay to participate in a literal holy day for the Lord of Darkness, where human sacrifices are being made? I think most of you, if you've learned this truth, would agree that that is not good. You could be opening up to the dark side, and it could be utterly devastating for you, and I deal with it all the time. People who have struggled for years to get free from something— Because of either, there can be a lot of reasons, things can get passed down, but we're talking about Halloween and participating in things that are obviously and known to be very dark. So I'm hoping that you will take this to the Lord in prayer and ask Him what He would have you do. He wants to protect you from the forces of darkness because I guarantee you something, the devil has no friends. He is a liar. He is the father of lies. So he does nothing but lie. He twists. He'll give you a half-truth. And he's very seductive. Oh, come on, it's fun. No, we can have fun in the Lord, 
that doesn't open us up to darkness. We can have great fun, but we are not to imitate darkness. You know, every time I do an interview or host the Unresolved Life podcast, I get lots of email. So many people need help and want training on spiritual warfare. I can speak at your church or congregation, and I love doing that. If you would like me to speak at your congregation, email me at hello at myrtleministries.com. But the need is far greater than my ability to minister to groups or individuals. So I just released my brand new book, Power Infusion. Discover spiritual warfare approach that changes everything. Power Infusion is a different approach. It is a guidebook that equips and empowers the remnant to be effective in the last days. In the book, you'll discover how spiritual warfare is intimately connected to your relationship with Yeshua Jesus, how to walk in victory and joy through the battle, not just after the battle's over, and how to walk in power, love, and a sound mind for life. Power Infusion is available in both paperback and ebook format at all major book retailers such as Booklocker, Amazon, and Barnes and Noble. So if you would please check out Power Infusion today, I'm sure it will be very helpful to you. So before we close for today, I would like to ask you who's on the throne of your heart? A lot of people tell me that they are sensing the supernatural warfare going on. Remember, there's only two types, there's only two sources of supernatural power. It is absolutely real, but there are only two sources, the Lord of glory or the Lord of darkness. We were born into a sin-filled world, so we have the Lord of darkness on the throne of our hearts until we choose to evict him and invite Yeshua Jesus to be the Lord and throne of our hearts. Have you done that? Let me make a suggestion. Maybe there are some of you who are really searching and you don't know. I wonder if you'd be willing to pray this. Lord, I really want to know if Yeshua Jesus is truly the one and only Son of God. If it's true, I really want to know. Please reveal that to me. Maybe you're already sensing it. I hope you are. If you've already been noticing that Yeshua Jesus truly is the Messiah, the one and only Son of God, the only way for salvation for us, then ask him to be the Lord of your life. Ask him to sit on the throne of your heart. Give your life to him. Tell him, I recognize that you are the one and only Son of God. I believe that you died on the cross for the salvation of all of us who will accept that gift, that free gift that you gave to us, that you died on the cross for my sins before I even knew who you were. And you rose from the dead, forever defeating darkness in the grave, forever defeating these forces of darkness that are at work in this world. Lord, I give myself to you. I give my life to you. And I ask you to sit on the throne of my heart forever. And if you prayed that, we sure would like to hear from you. We'd love to know what your experience is. What touched you? What led you to accept Yeshua? You have a powerful testimony. And many people would be touched by your story. So would you send us an email and tell us? Teresa would love to read that. And we pray for all of you on a regular basis. I prayed for all of you that are listening before I even began this broadcast. So no matter where you are in the world, today you've been prayed for. And I am praying that if you have participated in Halloween and other occult holidays, that this will 
be a turning point for you, that you will pray about what you've heard here today, and that you will make the choice to not participate in those things anymore. That's my hope. So as we get ready to sign off here, please like, share, and subscribe, and write in to unresolved.life and let us know what you thought of the broadcast. We're praying for you, and God bless you in this season. You've been listening to the Unresolved Life Podcast. To catch all our past shows, go to unresolved.life. That's unresolved.life.